Hello, everyone. My name is Adam Cross, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist in Southern California. And today I want to talk to you about lukewarmness. I was reading um, Father Jacques Philippe's Interior Freedom, and I know I've talked about Father Jacques Philippe on, on uh, my YouTube channel before, and I love, I just love his books. They're short, they're small, they're, you can put them in your pocket, and the wisdom, spiritual wisdom, uh, in that is just amazing. One thing I, I found really interesting in, in interior freedom towards the end was this idea of God permitting lukewarmness. Now, hearing that, you know, and reading that for the first time, my brain kind of went to the gospel passage where Jesus is saying like, if, you know, if you are lukewarm, I will spit you out of my mouth because you're neither hot nor cold. Um, and so father Jacques Philippe was talking about this and I'm thinking, Oh, where, where is he going with this? But what he was referencing was this idea that sometimes God will permit us to become lukewarm, right? Not the end goal, right? Not like God wants us to be lukewarm um, in our death or, you know, uh, when, you know, yeah, when we're dying, but that God might permit that so that we might encounter him in a new way. And so what he meant was this, right? What he goes into is this, if someone is doing all the works, right? You're doing all the things a good Catholic should do. Um, but you're not really engaging in a, in a relationship with God, right? Your prayer is routine. Your prayer is, is maybe even fear-based. Like, like I'm checking all the boxes. Um, God might let that all fail, right? Whether it's circumstances in your life, whether it's anxiety or depression that, um, God might permit our routines to fail. Um, and why he might do that is to show us that it's not about how much we can do for God, right? Doing all these devotions and routine, prayer routines are all good things. But if we do them without, without encountering God, right? And without encountering the persons of the Trinity, we can become like the Pharisees. Right? I'm always amazed listening to the gospel um, when Jesus is talking to the Pharisees, like sometimes how hard it sounds, right? it sounds like he's coming down on them so hard and he doesn't talk like that to everybody in the gospels. Right. Um, but when it comes to the Pharisees, when it's come to the Jews, like sometimes he is, you can tell he's trying to break hardness of heart and you're like, oof, Jesus, I feel those words, right? That's me sometimes. Like I, I can feel that. And I think what he's trying to do is to shake them out of that, shake them out of their preconceived notions of God, where they kind of put God in this human box. God is in this box and these are the rules you follow. Sometimes God shakes us out of that. says, no, I'm actually bigger than what you understand of me. Right? And that, that's Jesus in the gospel, right? coming to the Jews, coming to the Pharisees, to being the fulfillment of the, the, the old covenant, right? being f the fulfillment and, and the new covenant. So sometimes God will shake us out of those routines. Sometimes God will shake us out of our daily devotions to help us to realize that it's not about those things that makes God love us. We can buy the lie like, well, God loves me if I pray the rosary every day. God loves me if I'm going to daily mass. Well, what if something happens? What if we get sick or somebody gets sick and it's suddenly very hard to do a daily devotion or to make it to daily mass? Does God not love us enough anymore? Do we not love God enough anymore? Right? Sometimes God will permit those things to shake us for us to realize God loves us for who we are. In our baptism, we become 
beloved sons and daughters, right? all of humanity, all of this creation is called towards him. Right? We can't, as humans, even if someone does not know Christ, we cannot escape this desire for what is true, beautiful, and good. We can't. God is calling all of us to him, not because of what we can do for him. We can't do anything for God. God doesn't need anything from us. But God is calling us to know him, to love him, to serve him. So what happens, right? If we become lukewarm, if we lose our devotions, if we lose our routine, God is still there. Our routines might change, our prayer, the way we pray might have to change for a time, right? Not forever, but it might change for a time. That's okay, right? because God is there in the midst of it. And as long as we're continuing to invite him in, we don't have to be living in fear. Of, well, I'm not praying my rosary. I'm not praying my chaplet lately. It's been a couple weeks. It's been a couple months. That's okay. How is God working in the circumstances of your life, the changes in your life, the changes in your heart, right? The changes in, in maybe your mental health, what's going on? How can you invite him in in an authentic way right now in the midst of that, instead of forcing it, right? Instead of being stressed, how is God calling you in peace to encounter him right here and right now? That lukewarmness from our old routines can, can break in, break through for us to see God and encounter God in a real way, right? Maybe in a new way, encounter his mercy, encounter his love for us. Um, and then guess what? Lukewarmness doesn't last forever. God's not calling you to lukewarmness. So when we do that, when God shakes us up, shakes up our routine, shakes up our hearts to break those hardened hearts, then we get to encounter him and we get to desire him and want to be with him, want to pray in a new way. And what I mean is this, and I've talked about this before, is kind of this desire of, or the shift of, of, of should versus want, this mental transition from should versus want. I should do a rosary every day, right? Okay, what does that imply? What does it mean if you don't do a rosary? Does it mean you're not a good Catholic? Does it mean you're not as holy or not as close to God? Should, right, I, I need to do this routine every day is, is kind of a fear-based, right? It's what happened, it kind of asks the question like, well, what happens if I don't do that thing? Versus a desire mindset. I deeply desire to pray the rosary today, to reflect on the mysteries of, of Christ and his mother and to contemplate on their lives, to grow closer to them, to imitate them, right? That desire is way more authentic and real than any fear-based routine that we're doing. Sometimes fear-based routines, they get us to the point right, of, of desiring, but that's not the end goal that God wants for us. We're moving from should to a real desire right, in our lives. So we're cultivating that real desire, right? I, I should go to mass versus I long deeply to receive Christ in the word, in community, and ultimately in the Eucharist, right? It's true presence. We're moving from should to desire to want. Shakes us out of our lukewarmness to know like there's nothing you can do to pay back the cross. There's nothing you can do to earn your sonship or daughtership in your baptism. There's no amount of devotions you can accomplish, check off, for God to love you, that God loves you as you are because you can't do anything for him. It's pure love. And when we fully embrace that truth, even in the midst of our lukewarmness, then we can authentically give ourselves freely back to him. Seeing his love, inviting his love in, and loving him back with our entire being. So God will permit lukewarmness sometimes, for a time, not forever, to have you encounter him in a real way 
to shake you out of any Pelagianistic mindset. Well, if I just do this, I'll be holy enough. No, God wants to give you the grace. God wants a real relationship with you. Right? He's working in, in your heart when you're feeling like, I don't want to do this same thing anymore. I can't keep up with my routine. Life's changing. My mindset is changing. My heart is changing. If I got into all that and see what he's calling you to in the midst of, of the struggles in your life, the joys of your life. If you have any questions on this, if you, if you have any comments, uh, any video suggestions, I would love to hear it. Please comment below. Hit that like, subscribe button, wherever they may be. Um, but thank you so much for watching and God bless.